to me, you know, ghosts are kind of like when you're in tune with you know, the utter higher consciousness, the uh, the data sticks of information, which were people and events that exist throughout time. You know, what if somewhere, some way, you know, that was stored? You know, it's just like a book on shelves and shelves of books of history that actually happened and who you really were. Do you know what I'm saying? You know, what do you learn from that? What do you learn from your book? Do you learn it now? Do you learn it before you die? You know, do you learn it at all? Before, you know, the whole world comes to an end at some point. You know, and that's what you got to learn in yourself. Like, who am I? Does anyone ever ask that to themselves? Who am I? No, not at all. Why are we here? Now, we're here to experience the physical realm from the awareness of the consciousness realm, the data realm. You know, when you see ghosts, it's like you've kind of tuned in to that realm. And what you're seeing is, you know, the data of that person. You're playing in the consciousness that still exists. Always has been, always will be. You know, before you're born and after you die. You know, but what you see is, you know, that data stick of that person. You know, what are they doing? Who knows? Maybe they're just reliving their lives. Maybe they're aware of their existence. They're usually ones that are aware of their existence probably you know, travel on. I don't know. You know in, in the context of you know, consciousness and who you are, you know, you're like a thumb drive of your life. All in 4K HD. You know, whatever you imagine can be reality. This is why I say every religion could be right. Because whatever you can believe, you know, because it's like a dream, becomes reality. You're, you're living the dream. You're finally getting what you want. You will know, self-judge yourself. You know, if you just accept who you were, you know, let past be the past and bygones be bygones and live and let live no regrets you know no regrets because if you have regrets yeah, it'll it'll pin you down it'll hold you back you can't change the past people you can't change the past you can recognize the past you can understand the past and Make yourselves better because you understand it. But you can't change the past. You're just like humanity can't change its past. So nothing but war and violence, hatred and racism, sexism, like all throughout humanity. And endless religions fighting each other about who's right about this afterlife thing. Hey, I say you're all right. You're just not all exclusively right. Isn't that a bummer? Hey, guess what? You're right. And you're wrong. You know, but you want to turn everyone into like you. Like it's my way or highway. This is the only way you can imagine existence when you're dead. And I say, hey, live and let live. You want to live like you want to live? I'm fine with that. If you let me live how I want to live. And if that, even if that means I don't want to partake You know, if I want to know about the afterlife, you know, I'll, I'll go study religion. You know, like Unitarians, you know, they know all of them, you know, to a certain degree. They don't get deep down into it, but, you know, this is why I, I kind of respect them the most out of them all. You know, and that's the interesting thing. So when you're seeing a ghost, it's like, you're seeing that 
replay of that data stick in full 3D like a like a holographic AI that you see in a movie. You know, is the consciousness still there? Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. You know, maybe it's stuck. Maybe that's why it's playing over and over. Maybe it hasn't moved on. Or maybe, you know, to them, being a human who they were, it's like a dream. When they reach out to us, you know, to live physicality again. If you want to have, bring them back. You know, make the world sustainable. You know, people should be able to live in this physical realm from the data realm, the consciousness realm, with freedom and liberty and equality, because they're all the same. Guess what? Everyone from, you know, the consciousness realm, you know, the that which we were before we were born and that's which we return to when we die again and again for eternity. You know, that realm is separate from ours. You know, and the big the big pull is do you want to know that realm? Or do you do you not while you're alive? You know, do you wanna take that next step and accept who you are, accept your fate, accept each other, accept women? Or do you want to stay in the control system? It's up to you people. Now which do you want? Because one day, the world will be called flat again. And that will be fact. Because those who control the system will say so. You know, that's a fact. It doesn't take long to lose this modern way of thinking and living people. Heck, it's not even that old. You know, women have only had a chance to vote for 100 years. Your modern way of thinking people from your perspective, it's never existed in society, ever. And we finally know what it's like to think and feel free. And yet, are we truly free? And the answer is no. We never have been. And unless we can self-govern, we never will be. Because humanity is a society. A society that's free self-governs. Period. This is why America is the only one that's kind of approached it even though it's lost its way. You know, self-governance is everything. You know, freedom is not free. Freedom is hard. It's a hard, hard thing. And it's something you got to take within your heart and respect and, you know, strive for, regardless of your racism or your sexism or your religious bias. And we got religious bias and extremisms of sexism, homophobia around the world. And you want to have it here in the one place where people are supposed to be able to freely express themselves and be who they want to be without the establishment and the, uh, and the elitist at all levels of society run things. Politics, the religion, the military, the money. You know, and all their industrial complexes to have these ungodlies that rule the world all powered by their endless petrodollar money machine everyone believe in the oil and the dollar will stand forever okay people well you want to get rid of both of them then you know you got to change your brain you got to throw your change on the ground you got to make money worth something not just worthless paper Worthless scrap metal. It's not even silver or copper anymore, people. They took that away. Because that would, you know, put a real price on money, wouldn't it? You, know, you thought money was going to go down while well, you'd be hoarding, you know, nickels and dimes and pennies, wouldn't you? Or if you had gold back in the system, you know, $1,000 gold coins. Let's make those. Why aren't people putting those under the pillows? You want to talk about giving back the money? You'll make gold go to you know fifty or hundred thousand dollars or more. Make money worthless. That's what happens when you invest in gold, one hundred percent or silver. You know, but better than that, you know, like I just said, you can invest in gold, and silver. Instead, you can invest in humanity. You know, eventually, money should go to 
you know, trickle down, you know, not trickle down, but you know, a dividend that rises up from the bottom every single year and something that gives back to society. You know, the damage you put in to the world through your lives. You know, and the other one is your human effort that you freely, willingly give to others in a transparent, ma transparent manner so you can have actual truth and actual trust. In a world that's littered with untruth and no trust. You know, there are ways of doing things makes things untrue. They make them untrustable. You know, when everything that's ever said or written down is a lie, you know, what's better, that or, you know, the endless redaction or an actual physical digital copy of what actually transpired because you're transparent. You know, now you have real truth, right? And what's wrong with that? And that's really where the change happens. Do you want real truth or do you want to have the authority over you protecting you from reality? That's what government does. They protect you from the truth. You know, truth is that you can self-govern. You know, we couldn't have it until now, people. This is the first time ever. You know, we've always been lacking the technology. You know, and this is where technology finally brings us to a brand new day. But, you know, the AI has to be in our hands. Our data needs to be ours. You need to demand it. You need to take the power back. And if you don't get it, you stop believing in the system. You even stop using your cell phones. You'll go back to like it's 1980. Guess what, kids? You just made plans. You met up. You had places people hung out. You'll use technology as a tool. You'll, you and 12 of your friends have one phone. Well, there you go. You know, it's hard to track you then, isn't it? At least until you have front-to-end encryption and your data is your own. And you use cryptocurrencies for verifications. So you don't have to be hacked and your data taken to destroy your life. You know, in a world where you have your data in your hand and you have transparency, you know the truth. I mean, it's a brand new day, people. But you have a choice. You either can take that and make that something you want to make happen, or you can let them have all that in their hands and then, you know, global thermal nuclear war with, you know, AI guided hypersonic missiles. You know, which is it? You know, the endless fear machine? The endless scare tactic? You know, or the people? You know, all the people of the world want peace. I kid you not, do a world survey. You know, the people who are 80% or less wealthy in every country. And if you go from 0 to 80%, you know, let's ask them what they think. You know, but it's never like that, is it? We're always asking, what's the people up top think? See, here, here's the crux of the problem, people. It's like you're looking at a, a voting thing and it's like, you see these percentages in charts in your mind, and you know, the 80% of people, no one listens to them because we don't know what they think. The thing is, we have a lack of information. We have a lack of networking and communication. We always have. Well, guess what, people? That's changed. You know, they're trying to distract you from the fact that you now can network your way out of this. You can know the will of the people. You, the people, can take control of your own countries, and by that, the world. To make the world finally a peaceful place where people can get along. And guess what, kids? Don't ask for your parents to do it. They're not going to do shit. You know, women, stop getting married. Say no to being controlled by men. If you have to get married, marry someone from a different country. And one of you move to the other place. You know, if a whole generation did that until things changed, well, you know, sorry, mom and dad. Don't care what you say. Kids are changing the world. And if you have different religions, marry someone from your religion. I don't tell you. You know, I think that is going to do something. You at least force, you know, those in charge to have to deal with people who are trying to get along with people that they say is their enemy because they're married to them.
Can't stop that. Hey, ladies, you want to change the world? Hey, you got one vote. One vote worldwide. Women had one vote in their life. This is the only time they ever get to really choose. You know, whether or not they say they'll be yes. And yes or no, they'll be controlled by man. That they continue this, this farce of how man has enslaved women for a long, long time. And it goes on today. And they still hold it over you. You know, until you say no, woman, until you stand up for your rights, it will not change. Guarantee you. And don't let them fool you. Don't let them give you, oh, we'll do a little this, we'll do that. No. You know, too late, guys. You know, old people, especially. Young males of the day support women. You know, they think they really could change the world. You want equality, women? Hey, lead us to the future, please. Because the men can't do it. You know, please take over and do what needs to be done. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that dynamic changes the world because it cuts through every culture. And it cuts through every religion. And it cuts through every economic class. Young guys, hey, you young guys, support the women. Take a step back and let them do their thing, the way they think, the way they feel. You know, it may not make sense to you, but hey, you know, at least it's something. At least it's a change. You know, at least maybe we can get rid of these nuclear bombs. I think we can all agree with that one. If we can get rid of nuclear bombs, well, then what next? See, women got the power back, and they whoo, took out the, the phallic you know, fire destructors, destroyers of the world. You know, the most egotistical people of this has ever been. The most egotistical people in the world have these things just blow us all up. And the only way to defend against hypersonic missiles, people, is guess what? AI. Because there's no time to think about it. A president cannot think when a hypersonic missile is flying. And if that's the truth, then guess what? You know, bye-bye world. Because eventually there will be a mistake. You know, ask Boris Hilton. That man saved the world. Because he did not push the button in retaliation. Hypersonic missile world. That would not happen. We would not avert, you know, a situation where Boris Hilton could have blown up the world. Justifyingly. Because it was a first strike situation. You know, that, that guy's a hero. But imagine that with nuclear weapons. And you got these Yahoo's running the show. I mean, you got Yahoo's like this running the show. Well, then what? When will these, these egos be hurt that bad? Because guess what? The most dangerous thing in this world is someone's bruised ego. Yep, three bruised egos in the world are the most likely thing to end all life on Earth. Can you believe that? You know, if it weren't so tragic, it'd be comical. You know, you'd just be like, that's a story? Ha 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 ha. You know, three egos could destroy the world? Ugh, you're kidding me. Yeah, that's the plot of the story. You know, Swords of Themicles can come down on our heads because of three egos. Psh, psh, psh. You know, soon to be these freaking spears, just ready to spike you at any moment. Pow! You know, even faster. You wouldn't even see it coming. You know, imagine hypersonic, you know, AI-controlled nuclear missiles, people. Imagine in your mind, please, spend a whole day thinking, you know, how would that go down? Because I think about it, you know, at least a couple times a week, you know, in the world we have today. If that doesn't catch your attention, I don't know what will. I mean, that's the ultimate, you know, doomsday scenario, people. And it's just going on. It's just going on. And they're talking about making it worse. I mean, are you kidding me? You know, is there another way out of this? You know, that's what you got to ask yourself. You know, can we take a different path? Can we... Use lasers to do what needs to be done. Laser defense field people, that's the key. Because you can't shoot a laser over the horizon. It's defense only. 
Don't know why we're not using it for that. We could power spaceships with them. You know, problem solve people. But it takes a big vision. And big visions need to, you know, be brought forth. You know, there's people I've been reading about all the time with big visions and, you know, it never happens because it's, you know, it's not economically feasible because of the systems and the markets we have today. Like hypersonic loops. I mean, come on, people. Get that stuff going. You know, make that, you know, the next age of humanity. Can you imagine if, what would America be like if you could just hop on a hypersonic loop, you know, any day of the week? You'd be on one planet, part of the planet or the other. Within hours. Within hours. You sure as heck could depopulate these cities. You have an LA 2.0 or, you know, a Seattle 2.0, 3.0, New York, you know, one, two, three, under the water. You know, same thing with Beijing. You know, how many underwater cities can you make? You know, wouldn't that be amazing? Connected with hyperloops. You know, why have we never done that? It's always been like something. You know, so will we all just be ghosts? You know, that's why I started this. You know, what will we be one day? Except ghosts. After they blow us all up. You know, we'll just have learned to, you know, when we all go back to universal consciousness, because everyone's dead, we'll learn, hey, you know, maybe we shouldn't blow ourselves up. You know, I think that'd be a good idea to learn that before we all die. You know, but that's the universe for you. And to me, that would, like, trigger you know, an activation with, you know, the consciousness of you know, that which you were before you were born, and that which you'll be when you die. And in doing so, well, then you're able to access you know, all the information that we can't see, that we can't use, to, that we can't explain the universe with. You know, the, the dark energy. And it holds it all together in a lot of ways. You're all surrounded by the endlessness that's outside of the universe. You know, that acts as like a pressure and pulls at the same time. And who knows, maybe black holes are just like little pockets of that which exists outside the universe. You know, here in this dimension of physicality, you know, the endless gravity of the forever outside the universe. You know, because it's pressure, because it's gravity, it, it pushes in and holds the universe in. Yet at the same time, because it's gravity, it accelerates it. And because it's a sort of different dimension, you know, it exists here in this universe, but at the same time, it also exists in connection with everything else around us. You know, everything out, outside the universe. You know, the endless gravity ocean. You know, so it exists because it's the ocean around us is so big, outside the universe. It, it's it's almost like the entire universe is like a pebble. I mean, that's how endless the gravity is outside the universe. And it's like that's how black holes can exist here in our physical realm and outside our physical realm, connected with the endless forces outside the universe at the same time. Because even though the universe seems big to us. It's actually quite small in relation to the endless gravity field outside of it. You know, and the whole universe is just like a spark inside that gravity field. It's all we are. Pfft. A little spark. You know, blinking in and out of existence. You know, as far as the perspective of you know, the, the endless sea of whatever's outside the universe, that dimension going on forever. You gotta think we're small and big at the same time. It's like that in everything. You including the universe. Just like we feel big compared to an ant, you feel small compared to a building. You know, just like you feel big in your, your town, you feel small when you you know see the whole world. 
you know, atoms and people. You know, the emotion within you and you know, and the overall emotion of all of humanity. You know, what's your emotion inside you? And that affects what's the emotion inside the rest of humanity. You know, people don't think about the when they're when they're growing up. You know, what's the general mindset of humanity? You know, it's a beaten down slave controlled by the master. That's what it is. You know, that's the overall general humanity. You know, and everyone else in between it. And that gradation of power and control. From slave to master. Somewhere you lie, you're in some percentage of that. You know, I imagine it like a really high spike, like a, like a huge graph, and it goes really high at first. That's your 1%. And it just goes down, 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 down real quick. You know, and it curves off to the right, and then you know, there's your 20%, and then it just goes on forever almost. You know, those who have hardly anything. You know, in comparison to the 1%, it seems like it goes on forever if you, you know, step back and look at it. It's like a little tiny spike, and it curves down, and it goes on. It's like a giant... You know, people of the sands, that's what we're at. And where are, the, where are they? They're at the top of that spike. And on top of that spike is where all the money and power is at. And, and between that spike and where you are at the end, the tail end of humanity, there's this giant curved mountain of debt that hangs over us all. That's part of it. Yes, it is. It is. It is. You know, does it really exist anywhere except on a piece of paper? No. It's on some ledger. It's all owed to someone else. Our future, our humanity, who we are, our children, our grandchildren, the future, the, the entire planet is owed to someone on a ledger. And this is why things never change. This is why it'll never change anything, because you're trying to change the system within the confines of the system, as I always like to say. You're going to break free from the change that binds you. And what you've been told your whole life, and your parents, and your grandparents, you know, this generation, right now, now's your chance. This is it. If you wait, you're going to kick a can down the road, you'll be just like the baby boomers. You'll be just like Generation X's, because they, they, didn't, they tried to do things, but nothing ever really changed. You know, and things won't change. You know, you'll end up being just like us. Because you live in the way you live in a world that, you know, fosters that. It, it makes you strive for that. It makes you buy into a system to get that. You know, you're the ones who finally break away from that. You can break the chain. You know, the youth taking the power back. The women taking the power back. You know, for the first time, as far as we're aware... You know, which world do you want to live in? I mean, come on, people. You know, everyone's going to point at me and say, hey, we don't like him. I get you. You know, I'm asking for change. I'm going to basically piss off the entire world because at some point or another, you know, someone's going to hate me for one reason or another. But you're all half the problem, people. You can't, you don't do any compromise. You, you let those in charge run amok doing no compromise and you back them. You don't question them. You continue to just say, I'm going to fight for my side, winner take all. And that's not the solution. But that's what they want you to do. You want to get rid of the establishment, stop electing people in who are establishment. Like people who want real change and create you know, organic leadership. You know, Self-governance. Transparency. Money based on something. You know, a plan for the future. You know, a, a rolling back of all this bullshit back to the 80s. And then looking at overall, well, it's just like, we're going to go back to 1980. Those will be the laws. Everything since then is going to be redacted. And then once those are lost for a short, short period of time, we're going to go through all this other bullshit and f see if we can't find some gold and get rid of all the rhetoric and hate and division and favoritism and 
twisting the system for the benefit of the rich and the powerful. That's all they do. The only time we ever go forward in this world today is if it's the benefit of the rich and powerful. You know, and that's the problem. You know, capitalism has been great, but it always stands against the benefit of the people. You hear it every single time, and I get it. You know, they, they always say, well, socialism, that's no good either. I agree. You know, so is communism. All three of them have their issues. But I'm not saying you had to be exclusively one. You could be a combination of all three. We have the technology, people. And I've mentioned it before and other stuff. Look it up. There's no reason we can't know what we need. You know, top ten list. You know, will of the people. You know, produced in you know, the best the best intentions for society, all of society, you know, that's sustainable, that doesn't destroy the planet, that has physical trickle-down economics, that's preferably 3D printed, so we can make the next space race by living our lives like it, with long periods of production, you know, interchangeable plug-in parts that you can cannibalize for 50 or 80 years, you know, until long, it no longer seems feasible because everything else is so much more efficient because we've designed things to be so much better. You'll be amazed at how much quicker we'll get from here to there in the world we want, you know, 2080, and actually achieve it if we actually do it. The world we have today is just money on the top and they make all decisions and it's all the wrong ones. It's all wrong. Imagine a world where we didn't spend money on endless war and we spent it on space research instead. Wouldn't that be amazing? Or, you know, huge you know, rubber-stamped free nuclear energy from those nuclear bombs. Does that sound crazy? I know it sounds crazy. I get you. But, what if you did it? What if you did it? What would the world be like if you did it? I mean, just imagine, just every year we made, you know, 20 nuclear power plants. You know, 24. Let's do two per month. I don't know. I may be a little, you know, pushing it, but I, I think you could do, you know, within five years, you could start doing at least one per month if you started cranking them out now. You know, rubber stamp would be exactly the same. You know, hook up all the standardization, just, they're unhackable. You know, actual push buttons and knobs, you know, with people, manned by people. You know, talk about a better day. You know, if they can have nuclear-powered submarines for the last, I don't know, 50 years or more, I sure as heck know they could you know, have clean nuclear energy that can solve every single one of these problems, people. And we have so much nuclear energy, it would blow your mind. We could power this planet for at least the next 100 years to the max with the amount of energy it's stored in those hangars to blow ourselves up, not only here, but in Russia and China as well. Now, I'm not saying they have to wait. They don't have to be here forever, people. You know, but it, there has to be so much of it that it's it's so readily available. You can run a line to every single country around the world. Here you go. Hook on. You know, transparency and will the people. You know, women have equal rights. Yeah. Free energy. You know, now you can come and go without hassle to, you know, the hub of the world. You know, the more countries that are like that, then hey, finally, you can just like hyperloop the whole thing up. I mean, think big people. You know, I want underwater cities. Make that happen. Someone, please. You know, at least where they have that desalination plant they should be putting off the coast of the Northeast, where they have brackish water, endless amounts of it. There you go, there's one solution right there. You know, pump the Mississippi River to the west. You know what you have to you run it through the uh, the nuclear power plants. You know, and heat heat houses all the way. You know, put a hypersonic loop on it. You know, it's amazing what you can do if you just did things for a better in a society. You know, we can do these things, people. If you can design it on a computer and you have the technology, well we can make it happen. You know, and if you can't do it with that, 
use people power, quite honestly. Now, I like to think about 3D printing everything, but hey, you know, technology is almost there, but you know, if you live your life like that's what we need to do, then it will eventually get there. That I can guarantee. But if you can't do it for now, then hey, you know, do what you can and put it together by hand if you have to. Bring back, you know, handmade stuff. You know, make things that are qualities that last, right? Wouldn't it be better to have, you know, a pair of jeans that's made out of hemp that lasts you for 10 years or 15 years? I think so. I think it'd be amazing. And you finally get rid of it then? You know, we can get passed down to the physical trickle-down economics. So that thing might actually last 100 years. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's what you do. Right there, you could do that for clothing. You know, bye-bye, fast fashion. You know, hello sustainability. At least until the world fix itself. We're out in space. You know, then things might change. You know, there's more than one way to crack the egg of, you know, creating the future. It doesn't have to be through force. It doesn't have to be through, you know, this division of everyone and competing to get more for money. You know, capitalism has its pluses. You know, I design that in. You know, 1 to 16 levels of, of wealth. But it, it's so overboard. Right now it's this endless endless search for money. And look at all the problems it's created. You know, as great as capitalism is, you know, it's not the panacea that everyone says it is. Quite honestly. It creates so much inefficiency and so much waste. If you don't believe me, look at the world. What, what rules the world today? Capitalism, okay. Consumerism, okay. Waste. They're all interlinked. You know, they, you know, capitalism supports it all. Capitalism is all this waste. You imagine how, how much easier you'd be for fixing your car if they were all produced for 15 or 20 years and they all had that same parts. You know, wouldn't that be amazing? But we don't do that. It's just like they design them so every five years you got to throw them away. You know, they're like big lighters to them. You know, throw them away, throw them away. We were able to make cars that lasted back in the 70s. Peak fuel economies was in the late 80s. The late 80s, people. I mean, come on. If they designed this world like this, and we could have done so many things since then, but we just kept taking steps backwards because, you know, this endless free market capitalism, people want, you know, giant SUVs that burn up fuel like there's no tomorrow. You know, and that's what we have. But it's not socially responsible. Especially when, you know, all these parts. You know, they, your cars just don't last and they just have to throw them away. You know, everyone seeks to have the newest thing. Every every year or two. Even with your phones. You know, I like, you know, phones, I gotta, I gotta give them to them. Everyone needs a high-tech phone. But even phones have gotten to this point where it's like, there's so much e-waste. You make phones that last it have plug-and-play parts. You know, that's like on a brick, and then you, know, you have like this personal computer AI on a brick that you, you carry around. It's like a, it's the size of like a 1980 cell phone or 90 cell phone. And then you have pull-out screens with batteries on them. You know, user interface devices that all hook to that brick. You know, effortlessly and easily. And all through data connections that are coin verification. You know, talk about simplicity. You know, and your day is your own. Yours and yours alone. In, transparent, in a transparent world, that's what it has to be. You know, even if they're doing the wrong thing. You know? Because otherwise, you know, you'll be infringing on the rights of the, and the ideas that truth and transparency go hand in hand. You, know, you can't have faith. You can't have trust without truth, without transparency. You want trust and truth and in tr people helping each other? Well, you, you need to live a world in a different way. You know, because you know, those who are the naysayers about transparency, I've got to ask you, you know, are we transparent today? Where do you think the world's going? You know, pretty soon, you know, they're going to be having an eye in the sky watching everything you do. In this police force phase, 
uh, in this police state we're trying to they're trying to push on us you know all it takes is another you know, reason to make another Patriot Act 2.0 you know imagine some nuclear bomb going off somewhere well there you go you know bye bye freedom you know sign and accept this or that or you're going to get hassled and pushed out of the system yeah that days are coming it may not be something going off it could be anything people it could be another global financial meltdown how often do they do that now what every 10 years I mean it's crazy they can't even run their system well enough where it doesn't melt down every 10 years. You know, now they're setting up the meltdown again. This whole meltdown we're going through, whole thing was created by one person. You know, he started the whole rhetoric. And I love him for it. I'm like, yeah, see, there's the problem. You know, the president has too much power. You know, one person is just you know, change everything in the world. You imagine if one person could change everything in the world and it was for the good. Well, getting rid of nuclear bombs. There you go. And after you change all the things in the world, like, oh, now I want to change the power of the president. You know, now that the world's finally fixed, you know, let's bring down this ridiculousness of one person, you know, being a king, being appointed as a king as well. He's just a thumbs up or thumbs down, you know, yay or nay. How does his personality, you know, decide what if he'd like it or not? You know, with all the rhetoric of, you know, trying to just trying to divide the world. I mean, the one thing we need to do is come together, right? Kumbaya, you know, balance, middle ground. You know, but it's not like that today. You know, that, that's an idealistic world that I keep talking about. And I'll never understand why it's not like that. You know, it should be. And you grow up as a kid thinking, you know, adult parents and you know, the world we live in is great. And, you know, it's run properly by people who think, who know what they're doing. And then you grow up and realize it's not. It's just a big old mess. You know, there's no compromise in this world. There's no coming together. There's endless division. And guess what? You hear it your whole life. You know, you, you notice it here and there in, in your family, in your religions, in your politics, especially in your politics, in the media, in the endless, you know, making lies, you know, propaganda, calling it the truth by calling it fake news. When you call something fake news, you, you're justifying a lie. It's either truth or a lie. Stop using the word term fake news you know that's just a recipe for disaster that is like the worst term you could ever use it is either true or is it a lie if you call it a lie then they have to defend it if it's called fake news then it's like well then you're not calling it anything it's nothing it has no value calling something fake news is like it's it's breaking the idea and institution in your heart that you can trust what you're hearing that you can trust the news. That you can trust the voice of the people. Because guess what? When you call something fake news, you're destroying the trust. That what you read in the public discourse of society, you know, it's not real. That you can't believe it. Because you're calling it fake news. You know, that's what you're doing when you do that. It's either a lie or it's true. Stop calling it fake news. I can't, I can't describe to you how sick and tired of I am if the media even says the term, if it doesn't, if it's not true, then call it out. If someone's saying fake news and then saying, you're a liar. You're a liar, you're a liar, you're a liar, you're a liar, you're a liar. All day long, when someone lies, you call them a liar. Because you can verify and fact check. And we have the technology for that today, people. But thank you, Mr. Trump, for you know, reminding humanity that we should demand the truth. You know, demand the truth from your leadership everywhere, everywhere. And I think that's what he's trying to point out. You want to drain the swamp of Washington? That's all I care about, man. That's all I care about. Everything else, whatever. Drain that swamp. Drain that swamp. Drain that swamp. You know, kick out the people who have 
hijacked the Republican Party. You've come to middle ground. Drain that swamp. Drain that swamp. Drain that swamp. You know, let's kick out all these lobbyist sharks. Drain that swamp. Drain that swamp. You know, let's have truth and transparency in our governance. Unredacted to truth. Drain that swamp. Drain that swamp. Drain that swamp. You know, let's have women in charge instead of just the men. Drain that swamp. Drain that swamp. Drain that swamp. You can get the youth lead us into a better tomorrow instead of those who are preoccupied by endless wealth, endless debt, endless me, 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 me. Drain that swamp. Drain that swamp. Drain that swamp. You got to worry about today, people. You need a plan for tomorrow. You're not in the traditional sense of saving for retirement. Not going to happen. Now, plan for tomorrow. The world we're going to be start living in really soon, people. Really soon, we're going to start living in that world. You, me, and everyone else, every day, are going to have to live with the repercussions of what's going on today. Yeah. You know, heat waves, tornadoes, hurricanes, fires, floods, you know, lack of ports to bring your goods in anymore, immigration through the roof, no food. I mean, it's just you know, warfare. I mean, it's just apocalyptic if you start putting these things together, people. You're going to start living in that life. You know, goodbye, your modern ways of life, people. If you're going to change things now or in the future, you know, it's going to change you. And guess what? You may not be rich enough to be on the inside group of that global economic meltdown. You know, after a while, the money won't matter. It'll just be whatever's on a piece of paper. You know, They own it. I mean, that's what it's going to come down to. That's what happens when they own everything. Don't they own everything, people? Right? You know, they may have all the debt. They may have all the money. And even after all that gets fucked up and they just, you know, they can't even keep their own system from melting down every 10 years and it just melts down completely. Guess what? You know what they have after that? They have that signature on that piece of paper because of that law. They actually do own everything because the paper says so. Because you believe in the paper. Because the money backed the paper. And you believed in the money. When you don't believe in the money, well, in the paper doesn't matter. Because their money didn't buy it. Because their money is worthless. Because their debt was a sham. It was a Ponzi scheme. You know, placated, you know, and placed upon, you know, those in the past, you know, and the children today. You know, opt out of the control system. Say no to authority. Say yes to us. Say yes to helping out. Say yes to transparency. Yes, say yes to building that world. You're making it happen. I can't make it happen. I can only point in the right direction, people. I can only. Yeah, I can do so much. I mean, I'm not a programmer. It's not my thing. I tried it. Not me. But yeah, I can imagine it, though. You know, all day long. You know, and that's what you need to do. You know, this is why what makes America so amazing. And this is why I can never understand. You know what's great about American youth compared to the rest of the world? We have imagination. We can dream for you know, a better tomorrow. We can try to make it happen. We can strive. You know, and, and the system and your parents are telling you to be like you know, countries that drown their kids in math and science and arithmetic and education and competing and going to school. Guess what? It's not about the school, people. It's about being smart. If you need to know something, you pick up a book and you learn it. And you get it done. You come with the best ideas. You know, that's what Americans do. You don't need to fill your head with a bunch of facts that you're never going to use. I did that in college. And, you know, you're, luck you're lucky if you retain 10% of that shit, kids. Guarantee you. You know, talk about a waste of your life. I mean, yeah, you start doing it in your business. But usually most of the stuff, I mean, ask anyone who has a degree. Most of it isn't the same. It isn't the same. So if it's not the same, then why don't you just learn how to learn how to know how to learn? So you could just go to do those jobs directly and do on-the-job training. You see what I'm saying? Just go there, get the job. Never done it. You read about it a bit. You pass the, the basics. Boom. People need your help. You go help them out. You get on-the-job training. 
In the world where you can go from job to job to job without getting hired because everyone works at their own free will and you just volunteer everywhere, guess what? You can do that. Because people need your help. And if you're trained, they're willing to train you. And they'll move you up from you know, you know, point 0.1 to point 0.5 to two, three, four, and on and on and on. So you can become an expert in these things. You know, and as you do that, you go up the pay scale directly because you pass you know, certain obligations along the way to get up to that higher place. You know, we have transparency. We have technology. We have online resources and testing. We can know whether or not you know your shit. We can make a world that you can just learn as it goes. You'll be efficient. You know, humans are very malleable. We can, like, you can go from business to being a doctor to, you know, knowing about computers in, like, every couple of years if you had to. But people don't because, you know, nowadays going to school is a debt. But really, going to school should be an asset. You know, if they don't need you, go to school. You know, that puts you up on a pay scale. You're preparing for the next generation of, you know, things that need to be done. You know, don't go to school for endless stuff that don't matter, right? I mean, you know, have your humanities things, but, you know, you know, let's try to make something for the future, you know. You're using drones to build spaceships. How about that? But education should be something that's considered a job, basically, because it is a job, right? Anyone's going to college. You know, raise your hand if you think it was the hardest job you probably ever had. You're putting yourself through that. It was tough. You know, and I, I, I just did the marathon. I just kept going until the end. Slugging along. Slugging along. And it wasn't easy for me. You know, but looking back, it's like, you know, some people just aren't meant for college. People need on-the-job training. You know, that's me. I'm so much better on-the-job training, but, you know, I slugged through the college. I did the college thing. I got it done. You know, but it should be something that, you know, it's considered basically like an occupation. And you get the necessities in life because you're doing it. 